Deciding for you. Imagine if that head trash was not there. Who would you be? What if I told you those fears were no longer a problem? What would you do? I'm Stephanie Costello, a mom of three, wife, and avid mountaineer. Beyond all of these, I am, very much like you, an average person trying to navigate this thing we call life. My goal with this podcast is to bring to light the truth about what intimacy really is. You may smile, feel called out, or learn something new. Either way, you will learn you are in control. This episode is brought to you by Safety in Freedom. Are you struggling to find safety in the freedom you create? Or maybe you're struggling to own your power, embrace who you are, and break free from those toxic patterns? Well, let's help you solve this problem today. Let's figure out what is really happening in your relationships with yourself and others. You can do that for free today at safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. That is safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. In addition, if you are looking for support with what we've been talking about in today's episode, I want to encourage you to get our free tools to help you navigate your freedom. You can go now to safetyinfreedom.com to get those resources. If you'd like access to the special resources and all the show notes for the special episode, make sure to visit theintimacytruths.com. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Intimacy Truths podcast, where we are here to share with you an interview that we did with Andrea Scott Brown of the Audacious Path Show, where we discussed how to make decisions for you and what does your individual decision-making process look like. There is no manual. There is no black and white process on how to make it happen. It is within you and in your heart. And we're hoping to share with you how to make that process easier to learn and make less mistakes while you're at it. And here we have it, our interview with Andrea Scott Brown. All right. Welcome to the Audacious Path show. I'm Reverend Andrea Scott Brown, and I'm so excited today to be joined by Stephanie Sylvia Costello. Uh, And we have gotten to know each other a little bit over the last, here we go. Uh, over the last several months, several months. It's been a while now. Um, so I'm, I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Stephanie. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited too. Excellent. Excellent. So we talked a little bit very briefly before the show started and we were talking about making decisions and how that is such, well, number one, it's such an important thing to do. <laughs> and and it tells us where we're going, right? Because the next part of that is what's next? How do we decide what is coming up next? Where are we going to go from here? And it, I don't think that happens without a decision. It definitely doesn't. And it also, the decision-making process too is unique to the individual. And we all have our own ways of processing and, and thinking through things as we've actually talked about recently with our friend Brian and how we all have our own ways of, of doing things. Um, some of us have more commonalities than others, but the decision-making process is one that I'm recently like, what does mine look like? And I, and I ask that question all the time because it's an ever evolving journey. Sure. Sure. And it, you know, 
we can make a decision by not making a decision too. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Right? Not and making a decision is a decision. It is a decision, right? It, it, it leads us in a direction and it may or may not be what ultimately we want. And so that I think is the key. And I've been thinking a lot about this myself recently because I, I've been thinking about the, the fact that when I have made a decision, like clear focused decision in my life in the past, there was nothing that was gonna get in the way of me achieving that, yeah. like nothing. Because it was clear, concise. I knew what steps had to be taken in order to get to the end result. And if I didn't, they would show up and I had confidence that that would happen. Mm. Like I knew that even because, because I truly believe we don't know how, we don't have to know how. Right. And, and a lot of times when we think we know how we're wrong mm -hmm. <laughs> and, or there's a better way that we just weren't aware of that gets us to that end result faster, better, um, with more excitement, with more whatever, you know, that, that it's, that it's, that it's something that we weren't even aware of. And it's so much better than we could have imagined. Mm. So when we let go of the, the how we just make the decision, which is, which is ultimately the equivalent of the end result, right? When we move toward that direction, it, it makes all the difference. And I know in my life recently, I've not been making those decisions as definitively and, and it shows, I, I get it. So that's what we were talking about beforehand. Yeah, I think there's a sense of knowing, but it's, it's what you do with that knowing. So um, there's the uh, letting the ego come in and then there's a, a level of intuition. And I think you're an INFJ, right? Is that, is that what you are? T. INFJ. INTJ. INTJ. Okay. Um, but still the intuition there. So there's that intuition, yeah. that sense yeah. of knowing. Um, and that's something that I, I've been recently discovering with, I know I'm on the right journey. I'm just not sure what that journey is supposed to look like, or, you know, and there's these certain things that you're supposed to do, supposed to do. Um, and so then how do I, how do I do the supposed to, so that I can continue on the journey that I'm on and take care of my family, um, and build a business, right. And, and continue my hiking and doing all the things that I absolutely crave and love to do. So there's, there's that knowing that confidence, uh, in the, the clear, concise focus, as you were talking about earlier. Um, so I have this clear focus and, and the, just the trusting and the knowing, uh, is important. The trusting and that intuition is important to just uh, making step-by-step -step strides and the step that I keep, as long as I keep moving one step in the directions I need to go in, I'm going to get somewhere. Whether that is realizing, well, wait a minute, I, I took some steps in a direction and that didn't really bring me anywhere. And the, the, the how long, um, it, there is no saying how long to be taking steps in that direction. That's where the intuition comes into play. That's where the knowing of right? Not all the pieces are working together right now. I need to make some shifts and what shifts are those and asking for support, asking for, you know, I'm a business owner. I've only been since 2020 and I longer than that, but I really consider myself a true business owner since January, 2020, just before COVID hit. Right. So I don't know diddly squat <laughs> about hiring and finances and all of the other things. So I need help in order to get to the place where I can identify what it is of 
that I need that I'm quote unquote supposed to do to get where I need to go. And those questions, that journey, there's a lot of, uh, there's like a generic checklist in everything that I just said that we all can pull from. The answers are always going to be different for everybody, but there's a generic asking yourself the who, what, when, where, why, and how for your situation and, and your beliefs and what you're looking to achieve. You can still get that knowing and that clear, concise focus. In the intuition, I think that there's a sense of letting go as well. There's this, there's a sense of, okay, we're going to release all the things that we don't need to worry about, struggle about, yeah. be in a sense of, um, of the knowing that we're getting there. We don't necessarily know how and being okay with that. When we, when we put down, like let go of the struggle, when we put down the, or, you know, set down the, the difficulty it's sometimes it's just a matter of that. It's just a matter of like, it can be easy reminding ourselves it can be easy and letting the, the difficulty go. I, you know, I just certain times in my life, like I hold on to the struggle, like I'm holding on for dear life. Like that doesn't make any sense. Does it doesn't make any sense at all. Oh my goodness. So there's a quote that I, I, I often really uh, believe in, live by, uh, try to follow. Pain is inevitable, suffering is an option. And uh, in the work that I do as an intimacy and relationship advisor, I'm finding uh, conversation after conversation after conversation that I have with people. There are some people who are addicted to that painful process, and that's what gets them to that next level. Uh, that they have found a way to let fear inspire them on their journey. And, and, uh, and I, I wouldn't even say inspire them, but motivate them. And from my perspective, motivation is fed by fear. Your boss motivates you when he or she says, do your job or you're going to get fired, right? Because you don't want to lose your livelihood. You want to find that safety um, in your job. And you're giving up a little bit of your freedom, your freedom of speech, your freedom of, you know, respect, and so on to keep that job so that you can remain safe in your livelihood. Um, and so that's motivation, where motivation comes from, it comes from a place of fear, comes from a place of lack, comes from a place of insecurity, in my opinion, um, where inspiration, and we've had this conversation, inspiration is fueled by that fire in you. And it's fueled by that intuition. It's fueled by that knowing and that belief in yourself and in your journey. Um, and that's a practice. That's not a skill that is, is taught readily. It's not readily available. Um, you know, we're taught how to go to gym class and we're taught how to exercise our muscles and how to run around and play and whatever else it is. But we're not taught an emotionally intelligent uh, ability to be determined and resilient and to find that way uh, to be inspired and in, in, in ignite or spark that spot inspiration in ourselves. Um, it's, it, it's easy when you have learned what it feels like and what it is, um, but to get there, it's definitely a journey. And sometimes just not doing is the best thing to do and practice sitting in that discomfort. Right. It's part of the exercising as part of the process. Right. Absolutely. That's so good. Uh, you reminded me part of my, my personal um, purpose 
right, to be here on earth is to ignite authentic expression. Mm. And in igniting authentic expression, that comes from within. It's that inner spark. It's that inner joy. It's that path that we just know we have to fulfill. And I just absolutely love uncovering that and helping people do that because it's that authentic expression. Like there's nothing else like it that the masks that we put on to mostly to survive maybe in early, in early childhood, in early life, those, um, they protect us. There's a reason for them. They, they have a purpose for a time, but then we continue to carry them and it doesn't serve us. So uncovering the mask, taking the mask off, uh, and, and really allowing authentic expression can be super scary sometimes. It's absolutely is. In fact, you're touching upon like my exact mission or what I would say my bone that I'm picking with the world. (laughs) Um, Safety in freedom was born out of that exact thing where our survival masks are, are every time we choose our survival mask, because that's a skill that was taught and that we learned often in childhood. Um, when, when we choose that survival mask, we're giving up a little bit of freedom for a little bit of safety. And my goal is to help people challenge that learning and that blind belief that, or agreement that they made as as a young child, uh, and, and become that finding safety in the freedom they create by their design, not by anybody else's design. Um, and then as you were talking about that igniting your authentic expression and inner joy and that inner spark, one of the things is a recent com- hot topic of conversation is how we spend our time. Oftentimes we spend our time two ways, alleviating a pain or enhancing a joy. And uh, when we figure out what that, that feels like, what that looks like, same thing back to our decision-making process, right? Where we start realizing, wow, I'm doing a lot of trying to fight the pain, alleviate the pain. Oh no, not the pain, right? Instead of enhancing the joy and doing things we love because we want to be happy, we want to be inspired. It's two very different ways of living. And you can feel the difference in yourself and in others. And sometimes we get sucked into one or the other, depending on right. who we're talking to and who we're around. So right. That is so good. The the there's a fear sometimes of living in the joy and that comes from, well, what happens when this goes away? Cause it's going to be fleeting. And, and the, those voices in the head start, start nipping at the joy and all of a sudden it's just, it vanishes and mm. it's a practice, right? It's a practice in being vulnerable enough to enjoy the moment to to be in the joy and I know that I need to practice that I want to practice that more and more because that's a totally different way of living mm-hmm. and then looking at alleviating the pain which some people believe pain, life is all about pain and suffering well there's a balance uh, in life. We do have pain and suffering. We are human. So there, there are moments, moments of pain and suffering. There are also moments of joy and bliss. And which one do you want to focus on? 
Mm. Where do you want to stay? Where do you want to live? Which, yeah. which, which side of the spectrum do you want to have your energy move towards? And, Such a great uh, question because, yeah. uh, you know, one of the things I don't do a really good job at is sharing how I really am doing. When people ask, like, when they jump on a call, they'll ask, hey, how are you? It's like, oh, you know, I'm okay. Or if I'm doing, usually it's, I'm doing amazing. And they're just like, I don't know what to do with that. Most people just don't, <laughs> they're like so caught up guard. Cause I'm such an introvert too. So when they get that like energy, they're like, ah, that's weird. <laughs> um, but I have, I have an autonomic nervous system dysfunction that has been significantly impacting me for the last few weeks. In fact, just looking at myself on the screen, I can, I can see it in my face that I'm, I'm tired. I don't feel well. Um, and I've been fighting it for three weeks now and I choose not to consider it as a fight. I choose to consider it, uh, as a journey. Um, I try really hard not to complain about it. I try really hard, uh, not to succumb to what it is happening. I do take care of my body. I'm making sure I'm taking all the steps that I need to do to as best as I can regulate my system. Um, but it is a dysfunction in my autonomic nervous system. So it's going to do whatever it wants, regardless of the things that I do, which I'm finding uh, in the last several months. And that is very infuriating when my body is not working with me the way I crave it to. So it's impacting how I'm showing up for clients. It's impacting how I'm showing up for things like this and for my children and for my husband, right? It's impacting so many areas of my life. And you saw the other day I had a breakdown. That was the one breakdown I had in three weeks. So I was pretty proud of myself that I really exercised a lot of, again, back to the decision-making process. I exercised recognizing, okay, this is where my body's at. I can push it to a certain point, but I'm not going to push it so far that it causes even more dysfunction and dysregulation. Um, but I'm also not going to succumb to it. So no one can give you that meter. That meter is up to you to decide where it is. And um, this kind of, there's a book that I have and I don't have it with me. Unleash the Peak Performer Within You by Steve Adams. It talks about the stages of flow and the four stages are uh, struggle, release, recover, uh, flow, recovery think struggle yes so you're stuck in the struggle first three weeks of being stuck in the struggle I choose to re recognize pain is inevitable suffering is an option so I know I'm struggling but I'm not suffering through it I am struggling but I'm not suffering through it and then there's this sense of relief so like today there's actually been the first day that I've kind of had a little bit of release from it I had like my peak yesterday and then today there's been a little sense of really very minute, but it's, it's enough where I'm happy and I'm smiling and my kids first day at kindergarten, I think I have some stuff in my world to focus my energy on. So, um, that's giving me the opportunity to break free from that pain that I'm constantly feeling in my body. And then I, so I got into a little state of flow earlier today where it was just my youngest and three, right. And we're sitting, my husband and I are working and then one of us is playing with him. The other one is working and we're kind of got this good balance and we eat lunch together and I jump on a few calls and I, I was very productive. Whereas my first thought today is I'm just going to binge watch Downton Abbey all day long. <laughs> like I remember sitting on the couch downstairs, like I'm just going to binge watch my favorite show right now. Cause I'm going back through all the episodes. <laughs> and then as I sit down to do open the laptop to, to go do that, I'm like, no, 
don't do that. Like, obviously I had to have this internal dialogue, you know, this other internal, the, this, the part of me is like, screw it. I quit. I'm closing the doors. Like all right. All this head trash that is just total garbage stuck in the struggle. And then I'm going to, I could either choose to stay in that struggle or I could choose to help myself find that release. And thankfully today I found that release. I'm not always successful in it. Sometimes I do binge watch Downton Abbey for hours and hours. <laughs> Um, and I got to that state of flow where I got some work done and here I am getting some good more work done. I can feel myself slowly declining though. Usually by 5 p.m. is when my day is, I'm, I'm tapped for energy, especially when I'm already, and I'm already in a, a state of struggle for that episode of my condition. So I want to um, pause you for just a second. So you, you just described this great decision-making process. Yes. Right? This is about a decision that you are going to make for yourself today. And you started through the process of, okay, I'm going to watch Downton Abbey. And, and then you said, no, I'm choosing something different. And you closed laptop and moved on with your day. And you had a great result as a, as a, a result of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had an opportunity to, to experience the flow that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise. And I would so, have experienced the negative state of flow. Because like we talked about earlier, we sometimes live and survive off of that um, anger and that frustration. And that's what gets us motivated to keep throughout the day. I would have been in a state of flow, but in a lower energetic level than I want to be. Right, right. And and vibration is so important. Understanding where we are on a vibrational level dictates how we're moving in the world and what comes to us and so the higher vibration that we can sustain in any given moment allows us to match that and have better experiences that's pretty cool yeah Yeah. thank you i i uh i'm definitely proud of it it's sometimes it's hard to smile sometimes it's hard to be proud um but you it's important to just again exercise that determination that resiliency I learned long ago, if I don't do it for me, no one else is going to. Right. Right. Good for you. Good for you. Thank you for this time today. Anything else that you want to share with our audience before we leave? No, I think that is all. If there's any questions uh, and if anyone's curious to ask me more questions or learn more about what I do, you can find me at safetyinfreedom.com. That is safetyinfreedom.com. And I'll be happy to, to... providing support needed. Excellent. Thank you so much, Stephanie. This has been really wonderful. And for those of you who are watching either now or in the future, please leave us a comment and and let us know what you got out of our conversation. This has been a great conversation around decision-making and how do you make your decisions? What, What goes into making those decisions for yourself, for your life, for what you're doing next, what comes up next in your world. So um, thank you for being here. And I so appreciate it. Give us a like and a comment. And we look forward to talking with you again next time. This is Reverend Adrian Scott Brown, The Audacious Path Show. And bye for now. This episode is brought to you by Safety in Freedom. Are you struggling to find safety in the freedom you create? Or maybe you're struggling to own your power, embrace who you are, and break free from those toxic patterns? Well, let's help you solve this problem today. Let's figure out what is really happening in your relationships with yourself and others. You can do that for free today at safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. That is safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. In addition, if you are looking for support with what we've been talking about in today's episode, 
I want to encourage you to get our free tools to help you navigate your freedom. You can go now to safetyinfreedom.com to get those resources. If you'd like access to the special resources and all the show notes for this special episode, make sure to visit theintimacytruths.com.